This is Stefan from Sin, and you're listening to Player One. I am here with Neve Houston, also known as Chipsel. She's from Northern Ireland. So she's a video game composer uh, and is known for her for her work with with a Game Boy. You're yeah. a video game composer with a Game Boy, mm-hmm. and you've done games such as Super Hexagon, Spectra, and Interstellar Aria. Interstellaria. Interstellaria. Yeah. yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. Thank you Neve. for having me. Yeah, I am really excited. I was listening to your music on the way home last night, and mm. on the way here, it's freaking awesome <laughs> I, I love it it's um, you know it's very nostalgic mm. as you can imagine now we just had uh, your panel what was the panel called it was so the uh, the talk that I just did was um, sonic identity across projects so like the thing for me is that uh, I'm here as an alleged journo yeah um <laughs> I'm here I, as an alleged professional well yeah and <laughs> like okay so you know I, I feel I definitely feel out of my depth here because I don't have any skills in music. I just like listen to metal and listen to rock nice. and some video game music. That's if you why listen, I listen to that to and you like my stuff, I'm chuffed. Oh well, you know, video game music is probably where I got yeah. a lot of my music taste from. I used to listen to like these those heavy rock tracks from the Sonic games back in the day. For sure. Um, and you know, you used to listen to um, chip tunes, but like I definitely feel out of my depth here as <laughs> as high school where we're at here, the music. Um, and games kind of event, so mm. a lot has gone over my head. But can you explain what what um, what your panel was about, and what what, what you're doing here at High School Score in general for those who might not understand music? Like um, me. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, so yeah, as you, you said, uh, I'm a video game composer, and I also do like just a whole bunch of audio stuff. Uh, and I have been doing that since 2012. Um, so, yeah, I've been invited here to... Yesterday I was on a panel on the evolution of chiptune. Uh, chiptune is the name given to music that's made on consoles, mm-hmm. um, so like a Game Boy in my case. Um, and it was chiptune that got me into video games uh, com- uh, composition. So um, then today I gave a talk uh, called Sonic Identity Across Projects. And on Wednesday, I will be on another panel talking about video game music. Um, I think that's part of G Cup. Um, so yeah, the talk was very much just uh, covering how I learned to compose with the Game Boy, um, and then through just putting my music on the internet and forming an alias and sort of creating a brand for myself, I eventually got like these opportunities through that sort of took me places that and one thing led to another and then suddenly like I'm a video game composer <laughs> yeah uh, so and how that can just happen and I know you did a panel on this which I unfortunately uh, didn't get to see but mm. so the people listening they're probably going to be asked a simple question so making music with a game boy mm-hmm. the question is how? Uh, what? <laughs> um, so yeah, it's this um, scene called chiptune. That's uh, uh, you can Google it. You can check it out. Um, this is what I discovered when I was about six, 15, 16 years old, uh, just through hunting down like new styles of music and things to listen to. Um, and I discovered this whole world of people that are making music with retro toys and computers and Ataris, Amigas, Commodore 64s, Game Boys, like all this stuff. Um, 
and it was super interesting and then as I like started to read about it I realized that it was very accessible and it was cheap and it was easy to like get started and so that's what I did um, and there's this whole underground scene of people that are like making stuff online and then they meet up and they hold shows and it's all crazy lights and it's a party like it's great well for the music nerds and mm. but the question is like how do you actually make music from a Game Boy so there's a program that was made by this guy called Johan Kotlinski and it's a like um, a homebrew software called LSDJ and you download the ROM from the website so you can go to lsdj.org I think it is um, and it's just a matter of donating however much you can donate a penny I would encourage you to donate a little bit more because it's cool um, and then you put that ROM through like you plug in your USB cable to your uh, a cart that has a USB modification mm-hmm. on it um, and then you just like you would like a memory pen you just put the ROM onto it and then put that cart into the Game Boy and then voila wow, that's so that's one of the yeah. options that's yeah. the one that I go for well, so your, your thing is a Game Boy, but why a Game Boy? Why not something else? Um, I would definitely like to try other ones, uh, but the Game Boy was, as I said, the one that was very accessible um, because I had a Game Boy, you know, from whenever I was a kid, and then I just needed to get the cartridge. Um, and there's loads of different ones that you can get. Um, again, like if you're looking for this, it's easiest just to Google, like, uh, cartridge for LSDJ or something like that. You should find it. Yeah, so it was. It was. It's a ridiculously versatile uh, program as well. There is a lot that you can do with it. Um, I've been using it for over ten years, and I'm still discovering new stuff about it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's. Yeah, like it's it's a program that has a lot of limitations because obviously you're working with a Game Boy and you're working with this old sign chip, but you'll just constantly keep discovering new things about it and new ways to interact with it and create something cool. Mm. Well, it's fun. I mean, during your panel, we were having a listen to some of your tunes and you are having a little bit of a dance to your own tunes, which is <laughs> yeah. great. I appreciate that. Are you, yeah. do you Do you enjoy listening to your own music, whereas like some people yeah. would hate that and want to leave the room? Well, I wouldn't... I mean, I wouldn't make it if I didn't like it. Mm. You know? Well, that's right, yeah. And <laughs> then... The one time that you really like, I mean, I can appreciate it in my own company. I don't sit and listen to my own music all the time, but uh, usually when you do, it's when you're performing or when you're showing it to people or whatever. And it's like, I've, I've often found that, like, a lot of the shows that I go to, I don't really jam out to the music if it doesn't seem like the person on stage is having a good time. Yeah. Because it's like, if you're not digging your own stuff, how can you convince me to, you know? Mm, well, so. That's a fair point. Yeah. Um, and you also show us footage of some of the, sh- of the live shows. You're doing a yes. little bit of a dance there, but also the crowd. Um, mm. What's a, what's, what's a chiptune mosh pit or uh, a yeah, dance pit like? Loads. What's it like? Well, this is the thing is that like the, with, in chiptune, there's no rules. There's no structure. There's no, like nobody knows what they're doing. They just know that this is like this really cool thing that they enjoy. So this is like where you were saying about like on my show, I'm like dancing. I have no idea how to dance so I just move around and do whatever I think is like working with the music and the same goes for the audience so you can have an audience of people that are moshing because that's what they know from like going to metal shows and whatever yeah. they'll bring that with them or you'll have people that are like I once watched a guy like going to, uh, 100% Vogue like you know the Vogue dancing with the hands and the movement and all this and getting down on the floor and it's like people just bring 
what they know to the yeah. show and there's just this weird variety this weird combination of everything um, at chip shows and obviously there's people who don't know how to dance that still feel like they need to move so you get a lot of awkward dancing like me mm. <laughs> so it's great that's alright um, mm. so speaking of uh, I guess improvising just doing what feels right so you also said on the panel that you're not classically trained no. so you can't read music um, it would be like I, I can get there eventually but I'm kind of just like I'd uh, but, but I should like I should teach teach myself this, but um, like it would take for me to sit with a sheet bit of sheet music and go like what's that little acronym that you always do to learn like every good boy deserves something or whatever like every good boy deserves fruit yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah, like and I'd be sitting going eh, 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 okay and then I could probably figure it out if you know what I mean but yeah not I can't like sight read. Well, I mean, you seem to be doing fine. Uh, I mean, I'm just, I Thank got your you. Spotify page open and your top track Spectra, mm. 1.6 million hits. Yeah, so, it's insane. <laughs> I don't know, I guess like, you know, I mean, you, you could learn some sheet music, but you seem to be doing okay. Um, well, that's the most popular track, so why don't we talk about that? What's, what's Where's Spectra? Is that from a game? Uh, so Spectra, so uh, it, I released the, the album that was also called Spectra, and Spectra was the first track in that, and I re- released that um, about a year, I think, after Super Hexagon. So Super Hexagon gave me this huge new fan base that were a lot of video game people, and then I released Spectra not too long after that, and then people were really excited to have this new... So is this music in, album. in the game? So this is the thing. It then became the soundtrack of a game called Spectra. <laughs> because, oh. So uh, And actually, I got a, a, a mention in the, the Games Guinness World Records for oh, this. Oh, really? Because it's supposedly the first game, the first album that had a game designed around it. Uh, so that's cool. Um, and then, so it was also Spectre was also featured in Just Shapes and Beats, which is a really popular game that's out. Um, a lot of people tend to p- play it on the Switch, but it's on Steam and things like that too. Excellent. So is so I just got your work here as well. I was listening to Shift of the ne- Necro Dancer yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's also freaking awesome. Thank you. So definitely listen to that. Mm-hmm. Is there anything from your Spotify or your, your playlist here that's not from a game that's just like your own thing? Or is it all uh, awesome? Yeah, okay. the stuff in the backlog. So uh, there's Disconnected. Was, uh, so I actually I had an EP, which was my first release, called Judgment Day, but that's been lost to the archives of the internet. And I had a, a problem with my Game Boy hardware where I lost a lot of music so oh, that sadly doesn't exist but then Disconnected was the first album that I wrote okay so that's only any game and yeah. I was about 17 when I wrote that oh, um, and then there's Phonetic Symphony uh, mm. and then Fragments was a free EP that I put out after Super Hexagon which just has like three tracks in it so pretty much everything before Super Hexagon is not game related okay let me see if I can find it uh was it Phonetic Symphony? Mm-hmm. Um, since you're the copyright holder, is it okay if I include one of these tracks in the podcast? Sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your favourite song from Phonetic Symphony? I can't speak um, so. That's okay. Can I just see the track list? Oh, yeah, good idea. Yeah, what's the quintessential track from there? Oh, well, so this is the thing. Focus was in- included in Phonetic Symphony, and that was actually what was used in Super Hexagon. So okay. a lot of people would probably really like that track. Um, I personally would really like um, To the Sky, first track. To the Sky? Okay, mm-hmm. so that's where I want in. So I want to hit play on that one. 
Mm. So what can you tell us about To the Sky? Oh, God. Um, so this was, like, way back when, uh, heavily inspired by uh, an artist who's still sort of around in chiptune called Fighter X. Um, I absolutely loved his work, and uh, this is sort of, like, a little bit akin to, like, what he was making around the time. Does this make you want to, like, talk faster? Uh, it's going faster. <laughs> yeah, like, it's yeah. speeding up. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I just talk faster. <laughs> Yeah, this is awesome, yeah. It's got a nice break in it. Mm. So that's from Street yeah. Fighter? Yes, I got it. So LSDJ's cool where you can do sample playback. Um, mm. So you can have little short samples. And the um, ones that LSDJ just comes with by default, you have like some Street Fighter stuff, you have some, uh, like, uh, check this out. You have that, and you have like a bunch of like cat and dog signs and stuff, and so you'll you'll find that in like a lot of people's chip tune music when they're working with LSD.
course, there are so many songs here. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Let's just go to the popular ones. Mm -hmm. uh, which one of these ones that you can see here, the top ten? Which only, is... only Human. That's your favorite one? Uh, that's, uh, yeah, I would say that's probably my favorite thing I've ever written on Game Boy. And that's, uh, that's in... Uh, Spectra. Spectra. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I guess they're the copyright holder, I suppose. Yeah, that's okay. Right. Well, we can play ten seconds. Oh, no, 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 I'm the copyright holder for that. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. every, everything is, is mine. Oh, so all, every song here is, mine, yeah. is so copyright. You're, you're good. Oh, okay, so maybe we'll include Only, only Human, sorry? Yes. Yes, only okay, human. so we'll include a bit of that. Why not? That's great, well. Thanks, nice to play some podcasts with music in it for once. Yes. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Um, so Only Human, uh, please tell us about it. Um, it's, uh, it is as the name suggests. I was kind of like, it was the last uh, track to go on to the album. And I, as much as, like, my music is super playful and whatever, like, I struggle with, like, anxiety and depression oh. and all that sort of stuff. But, like, I think everybody does that is, like, a creator and just everybody in general. Um, and so I was getting super anxious about uh, this release and I wrote this and I felt better, mm. I suppose. Fantastic. And it's in Spectra, so mm -hmm. how is it used in the game? Um, so the, the game was like a, a procedurally generated uh, Rainbow Road-esque type thing, oh. uh, where you picked up coins along the way, and the whole uh, point of each level, which was each track of the game, uh, of the album, sorry, uh, was to get to the end of the song without falling off the track. Mm. So, it's pretty cool. So, I mean, you just mentioned uh, the emotions you were feeling about mm. this track. So, and I think you kind of brushed on this in the panel too, but how do you, in such a, I guess you could say, limited kind of way to make music, how do you convey emotion and all this other stuff that you want to convey in a song? Well, I mean, it's, it just comes down to... Uh, it's very difficult for me to know how to, like, say these things because I don't... As I said, I'm not classically trained and I, my music theory isn't fantastic, so everything is by ear. So this is basically just, like... A lot of my music is just me kind of bearing my soul. <laughs> and that sounds really cheesy, but, like, it's the best way that I can describe it. Um, and so even if it is through a Game Boy, it's kind of like... I like, you know, big emotional um, melodies and harmonies and, and things like that, so, yeah. Awesome.
Is there online a big community of people remixing your stuff? Uh, I'm not sure. Probably. Probably on YouTube, yeah. There, there definitely is since I've come into games because then people, like, everybody makes memes and stuff out of games, so... Well, you know, I am mm-hmm. almost sure that there would be. There's, um... Let's see if we can find one. There's the, the Space Jam uh, Focus. I think it was Focus or was it... No, it was Courtesy. Um... So you know the come on and slam and welcome to the gym. Someone like put that over the top of. Oh yeah, and a bunch of people do covers and 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 things like that too. So so. have you heard of any of these ones? No, I don't think so. Uh, Let's look at the okay. Oh, that's yours. If we go, this is great. It's not well. I suppose it's more of a cover, but it's really good. What's that? Look, this is Hexagon Nest Mm. Super Hexagon Focus Chipsaw Guitar Cover. So you can Mm -hmm. see it on YouTube by Niall Stenson. So let's have a listen. So, what do you think of this one? Yeah, it's great. I mean, I love whenever people uh, do like an actual cover, uh, especially if they're playing guitar or whatever. It's super cool. Because mm. you don't play any instruments yourself. Oh, I do. I mean, like I can sort of like try my hand at a bit of piano and guitar, but nothing. You play it all like, right, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's nothing like you know hugely impressive. It's not my go-to for whenever I want to like get an idea down. Yeah, this is pretty awesome. And someone covered it on piano too, and oh. it was crazy. So if you do Chipsol fo- uh, Focus Piano. Let's have a look at this, the top result, which was Hardcore Chipsol Focus Access Defied Remix <laughs> by Tradrick. Tradrick? Uh, check it out. So have, you haven't heard this one? I don't think so. Maybe? So is so that's your song is Focus. Mm. That's is that one which album's that on or which game? So that album? was so that's the one where it was originally on Phonetic Symphony and then it was uh, Terry Kavanagh asked to use it in mm. uh, Super Hexagon and then it became a part of the Super Hexagon uh, soundtrack. Oh that's one of your originals. Let's have a listen. Visuals look great in this. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Somebody wants to look in the comments. Someone wants a one hour or ten hour extended version. That'd be great. So what do you think of this one? Yeah. Mm. I'm really excited for whenever it breaks, especially when you when you see in the comments where people are like, holy shit, it's three minutes, 20, whatever. It's like, mm. oh, what's going to happen? That's a good point. People, 149, yeah, like that's part of the track. What's part of 149? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, that's great. Awesome. Good job. Uh, what was the name? This is uh, Tradrick. Tradrick. Nice yeah. one, Tradrick. And somebody also did three minutes forty. Mm. Let's go into three minutes forty and see what it says. That is pretty bad. Mm. 
know what, if I just type in Pixel, see what's the top thing that comes up. Uh, oh, there you go, the full album. Uh, oh, one million views. Yeah, the Spectrus is a, uh, Let's go popular. Oh yeah, that's your channel. Yeah. That's cool. It's Game Boy, uh, YouTube comments, it's Game Boy Instruments? Yes it is! <laughs> Someone says, my dad said if I don't turn down my volume, he smashed my head on the keyboard. <laughs> He's got his head smashed. <laughs> Have you recovered Caboose? One, this person says their favorite part of the track is this part, one minute 24, let's go. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, this is cool, yeah. Thanks. Leaving that on. So you also did a playlist for us, I think. It's on Spotify. Yeah, uh, it's called No, that's what I call Chip Chin. It should be, yeah, that's it. Uh, there. Oh, yeah. Where are we going here? Uh, current song playing Spectra. Okay, so. So these are the artists that you really like. Yeah, this is, um, a lot of this is, uh, kind of showing what the Chip Tune scene has mm. to offer. That's on Spotify, it's called Now, that's what I call Chip Tune. So Work in progress, yeah. Because I'm still adding to it like all the time. Oh. It's not like a final playlist or anything. Which one's your favorites? It's quite odd, yeah. Um, so it's the same that I showed in the yeah the top one. Love is Insecurable is probably my favorite track. Uh, favorite tri chip tune track. It's by Chibi Tech. Um, mm. She's incredible. She writes music on an NES. Mm. Probably end the interview there, I think. All mm, right, cool. well, thanks very much. Yeah, thank uh, you Neve so much. For coming in. Appreciate you chatting to us about Player One. Um, so, where can we find everything your music, your socials? Um, so, I'm most active on Twitter, so that's just at Chipsel, C H I P Z E L. Um, my website is chipsel.co.uk. That's where you can buy my music. Um, you can obviously get me on Spotify and. Um, iTunes and all of the digital distribution. Um, yeah, uh, I'm on Instagram, uh, Chipsel underscore, and Facebook, and all the rest. I'm everywhere. Everywhere and nowhere. <laughs>